guys. Welcome back to Atypically Topical. What up? How's it going, Mindy? Good. Sorry, I was just putting mute on my computer just in case. Oh, in case you're watching something as I'm talking. Exactly. I'm looking straight down as I'm looking into your eyes. <laughs> no, because you know sometimes, you know sometimes like if you accidentally press something, yeah, and like there'll be another video in the background. You're like, where the hell is mm-hmm. that? Yeah, I don't want that to happen. So yeah, because you know you could like mute tabs in within Chrome. Like I did not know that. Because like you can see, you know, when you have uh, tabs yeah, you open, can, you there's can a little see, speaker whenever yeah. which everyone's playing. Mm-hmm. If you right click on the tab. You can put uh, mute, so it like it'll stop it. But then I think sometimes if you forget to unmute it um, when you're opening like something else, you'll be like, "Why the fuck is my audio not working?" And it's because you have it muted. But well, there you go, a little early tip for you guys. Cool. I'm gonna probably forget that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah. What's up? How's it going? Good. Just uh, um, staying. We're planning yeah. to stay inside for the next like three yeah. or four days as we're recording this it's like the the one um stretch of days a year that texas gets really cold and it supposedly might snow or just be close to it um just enough on monday we're recording this on a saturday so where you kind of stocked up on stuff to because you have a four-day weekend which is awesome yeah um so we're kind of just gonna stay warm inside not drive anywhere because everybody's saying it's like not safe the roads aren't safe yeah you guys are not prepared for well, yeah. sleep I mean, and snow at all as we shouldn't <laughs> we had like th- there was like whole buildings that when a kid as a kid i thought they looked like teepees and i, oh, had, yeah. I thought they were teepees and native americans lived there but they just stored salt <laughs> for the snow <laughs> yeah see we don't have to deal with that ever we're never <laughs> ready for that kind of thing but anyways yeah uh it's been a while since we recorded um even though I think I recently just said we're going to try to get back to it more regularly. But you know what? Fuck that. We're, not, we're probably not. <laughs> we don't keep to our word. Yeah. I mean, I've been busy trying to get my life back for the past <laughs> three weeks because uh, I'm still dealing with a lot of hacker stuff. But luckily, I think I'm hopefully uh, seeing a light at the end of the tunnel because I changed like every login I have that exists into a new email. And mm-hmm. I'm taking care of uh, all this crap. Crap that I've uh, had loose passwords, guys. If you have like really easily guessable passwords, um, for the like at least don't have that as your email, um, because if someone can get into your email, they can basically get into anything. Because <laughs> they can reset your password. They can, um, if they're like really savvy, they'll set like filters where you won't even catch when you get like a reset. Uh, password email which mm-hmm. is what they did to both of us um so all of a sudden you'll just be hacked in multiple sites which is what happened to me so and you a couple of times just it was just your bank right your uh your financial stuff yeah um yeah it sucks so it's annoying. just getting trying to get past that hopefully we'll be back to normal after i did a bunch of security stuff so i guess i learned my lesson but also fuck you russian guy whoever you are <laughs> Because uh, just leave me alone already. It's been like three weeks. <laughs> Maybe he's just waiting for a new episode. He's pissed. Maybe. <laughs> well, here you go. Yeah. We're going to be talking about love this week. Yeah. I think. Love stories. I don't know. I'll come up with something well, depending he, on what. Uh, yeah, because it's Valentine's Day. Yes. Tomorrow. This will be coming out um, probably close to Valentine's Day whenever I get it up, whenever I decide. Um, so you're going to be taking the lead on this one because I, I believe you have like kind of a longer story. Uh, yeah, a little bit. Yeah. And... Um, you also have a segment, so you're kind of like running this one. But before that, 
Well, actually, you're going to be running this, too, because you're going <laughs> to participate in another edition of Mindy Tries It. So this time, I already have one picked out here. Okay. And while you... Uh, it's a cookie! <laughs> and while you get to opening it... By the way, this is the segment where she tries something from a Japanese box. There's of, an apple on the cover of the package. Uh, yeah, so there's a Japanese box of snacks that we try, um, or that she tries, and rates them. I don't think you've had a really bad one so far. No. So there's like a darker splotch on the top. Yeah, so it kind of looks like the color of like a snickerdoodle cookie mm-hmm. and the, si- mm, the size like of apple. one. Yeah, so let me read you what it is. Um, it's called Aomori Apple Caramel Yakoi Sable. It has like five words to it. Do you know what that reminds me of? What? Those lollipops that were like green apple but they had caramel mm. too. Have you had those lollipops? Um... They sound familiar, but I don't think I've had They're the bomb. I mean, I want one of those now. Yeah. Okay, this cookie uses apples exclusively from Ayomori, which is Japan's apple prefecture. The addition of sweet apple caramel butter gives this sable-style cookie a yakoi. I don't know, I'm probably butchering that, (laughs) which is soft and chewy texture. Okay. It's sweet flavor, vegetarian, yes, and... uh, It would be weird if it wasn't vegetarian. Yeah. (laughs) Okay. Have you taken a bite yet? No. All right, you're first. Go ahead. Okay. Mm, it's soft. Mm. All right, I'm going to try it too. Hmm. I like it, but I don't like it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm getting to the darker part. Mm-hmm. Let's see how that is. Mm. It's just kind of like dry. Like there's a subtle apple flavor mm-hmm. to it, but... I like it. Yeah, it's so bad, but like I it's mean, thinner than most cookies, like what we would have here mm-hmm. as fat Americans. Mm-hmm. But I mean, I wouldn't. I probably wouldn't get this again. Like if I had like options, like chocolate chip, mm-hmm. even I'd probably eat oatmeal raisin over this. Oh wow! I mm-hmm. thought you didn't really like oatmeal raisin at all. That's I do. I do like it, but it's like just compared to chocolate chip. I mean, you seem to always diss it whenever it's like. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you too, so much to that. I thought you just didn't like it at all. But it's just because when there's usually an option. Yeah, there's usually a better option okay. for sure. But you would you would eat one over this. Yeah. So it's alright. Still thumbs. Um, cause we're not doing neutral, right? We're not no. doing neutral, so. Um, I'd be more like down. For You're this going one. down, okay? Yeah. I think that's the first one that's down. Yeah. Which is surprising because those uh, sour picnics were not good. <laughs> Looking back at it. They're a little bit salty, so I think that's what put them yeah, over the edge a little been, bit. Yeah. All right, so our first to the negative. So, no to the Aomori apple caramel yakoi sable. <laughs> I was very hopeful because I do like apples and caramel, but... Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's. I, I mean, it's good to me. I like it. Yeah. I like the flavors. Okay, um, before we get into your... Uh, I mean, or I guess you're going to have a segment before you do your story, so... yeah. But before that, there's going to be a special Valentine's Day edition of Questioning Florida. So this is from the New York Daily News in February 2016. So a few years back, but I wanted to find one that, because I was like, there has to be something that like Valentine's related. For okay. Florida man. Okay. So this is uh, one of those headlines that just keeps getting worse as I... As you read it? As I get to the end of it, as you'll see. Ready? Okay. Florida man gets beaten up on Valentine's Day while trying to rob a pharmacist in front of her boyfriend, Mm. who's a trained fighter. (laughs) 
<laughs> I told you. <laughs> yeah. So this uh, is a thing that happened. Florida man had his heart and possibly his nose broken on Valentine's Day when he tried robbing a pharmacist in front of her trained fighter boyfriend. Mm. Very unfortunate timing. Um, Anthony Nemeth walked into... Oh, he has meth in his name. I just noticed that. It's like any meth. Oh, okay. <laughs> walked into Walgreens on Valentine's Day, leaped onto the counter, told the pharmacist he had a gun, and then demanded oxycodone pills. Hmm. You know what I'm just thinking? Hmm. You know how like some last names can be linked to a profession, like in the past year? Oh, yeah, like a smith? Yeah, I wonder his was meth. <laughs> he has a long his lineage of meth heads. Yeah. <laughs> Probably. Or, 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 or like chemists that make meth. Yeah. Yeah. So David West was the the fighter. Okay. Um, unfortunately for him, the pharmacist's uh, boyfriend David West was visiting his girlfriend for the romantic holiday just as the thief showed up. So it was like he was just visiting her at her work. So that couldn't have been very long. So he was like literally chose the worst possible time to, <laughs> to do this. Yeah. Um, it makes me wonder where he was too, where the boyfriend was, if not like right next to her. Like, I don't know, maybe he, he got curious, but let's see what kind of candy got over here. Yeah, he's going over to the battery section or whatever, the magazines. Mm-hmm. Um, when he started reaching into his pants like he had a weapon, that's when I did something just to, uh, just to protect my girlfriend, he said. I mean, yeah. Surveillance footage showed West casually walking over to the thief, pulling him off the counter, yanking his white towel mask and sweater off, and landing a series of hard punches to his face, knocking out the wannabe robber. So he knocked him out. <laughs> I'm, su- I'm surprised he was wearing a mask. Really? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, a white towel mask. I don't know. I just picture like a bath towel. Like, a well, you know, there's a guy. <laughs> at, there's a guy at the gym that um, he wears. It's not really a mask. It's kind of like a loincloth on his face because mm-hmm. there's something on the mask that's written about like how masks are stupid or whatever. But he still has to wear one to be oh, at the gym. He's yeah. one of those. Yeah, but it just looks stupid on him. Yeah, naturally. West held Nemeth down as his girlfriend watched until police arrived. The 26-year-old was brought to Blake Hospital for treatment after the embarrassing beatdown and then brought to Manatee County Jail. He's charged with armed robbery. The trained brawler felt bad for Nemeth, but did not regret defending his girlfriend, (laughs) of course. I did what I had to do to protect the person I love. I hope he gets the help he needs, and I hope it helps his loved ones too, the fighter said. Um, so as we get into his Florida man score here, mm-hmm. there is a mugshot included oh, okay. that I would like to show you. And if you want to look it up, guys, just uh, look for Daily News. Um, oh, no. Valentine's Day robber. Ooh, yeah, he got beat up real bad. <laughs> yeah. So the mugshot is like literally him. He's just like a bearded. You know, you know who, who kind of looks like if who? he sh- shaped. He shaved everything. Uh, who? Aaron Rodgers. Okay, I could see that. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so he just looks like a grizzled Aaron Rodgers with bloodstains, like dried bloodstains on his forehead. His like various eye, cuts. His ear, his nose, his neck. Um, it's not like graphic, but it's just like, yeah, that does. <laughs> yeah, it looks, like, it looks very painful. I'm surprised <laughs> there's no, there's like not more bruising mm-hmm. or swelling. Or like. Yeah, I wonder. Like his ear looks like it needs stitches or something. That's. I that's mean, too... the bottom part is black. Like, is 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 it is it the blood or is <laughs> it his ear is black falling off? And then if uh, did the second picture also show? Yeah, that's the actual guy. So yeah, oh, that's, okay. the, that's the fighter dude. That's you cool. can tell he's a. Mm. See if around. he he wore like 
an actual sure he'd be cuter. <laughs> Something about wife beaters is just like un- unattractive. <laughs> Maybe the, the name of it itself yeah. is not good. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, so mugshot has five points. Um, a firearm is one. They did say it looked like he had a gun, but he was arrested for armed robbery, so I assume he did have something. Yeah, that's a point. Uh, grocery store two. Um, I made a I made a judgment call on this one for object. I put blood as one because <laughs> that had to be involved, even though they don't mention it in the story. Yeah. Uh, burglary and theft is two. Um, an injury resulting in immediate hospitalization is one. I, sh- I feel like that should be more. Yeah, at least two. <laughs> and. Uh, Thankfully, no no drugs or animals in this story. Um, so he has a total of twelve. So that's not bad. Not bad. Yeah, but um, yeah. So basically, don't like rob people out of Walgreens. So don't. <laughs> there's uh, there's no reason to like just for oxycodone. I feel like uh, there's other ways to go about it. Yeah, I mean, like go to the streets. Literally anywhere in Florida, you can find it. Yeah, yeah. I mean, this was probably like during the day too. So not the smartest guy. Probably not. All right, so we'll continue with um, more Valentine's Day stuff. I think you had me do something earlier to yeah. help you with uh, your segment. Yeah, so I was just curious, just because um, we we could have done something like like how well do we know each Couples other? Couples quiz. quiz. Yeah, but yeah, that's too. I wanted to I wanted to see something more psychological. Mm-hmm. Um, so I found this quiz that, based on how you answer some questions, it tells you your primary personality and then your secondary personality and see how you match with the other person so i did this and then you did this so um your secondary person like what does that mean so there's like according to this theory anyways there's like oh right okay yeah yeah, it's a theory so you have a primary personality but then another one um and so for me my primary personality was negotiator um, and basically okay. what that means is like I'm more imaginative and intuitive and I'm better at people, I guess. Okay. Um, but then you are a builder. So you're more traditional, conventional, calm, mm-hmm. and more social. Mm-hmm. Right, all of that checks out. So, what compare in comparison? Yeah. Um, and so, so this is how our primary types work together. The negotiator and the builder bring very different talents to their match. Okay. As a negotiator, you are likely to be attracted to the builder's balanced, self-confident, and cautious nature, okay. his dependability, and can-do t- determination. Yeah. While the builder will be drawn to your imagination, big picture view, and tender-hearted compassion. Yeah. The negotiator and builder bring other bring other great strengths to the relationship you're enthusiastic and optimistic you provide the builder with a lot of lively energy as well as new interests ideas and continual romance while the builder will provide concrete ideas savvy and a taste of order rules and schedules and a deep (laughs) love of family and tradition this all seems pretty did you did you read my part before oh yeah because you had to put it together right yeah uh, moreover, you are both likely to work patiently to build a s- solid partnership, both going out of your way to protect and provide. That, so. I think I say that nailed it. That's the primary. Yeah, and so our secondaries hate oh. each other. Oh, actually, here's another part. So it says to look out for the mm. negotiator and the builder have very different attitudes about the world and their place in it. 
The builder can be put off by your intense emotions, your ability to change your mind seemingly randomly, <laughs> and your indecisiveness. <laughs> like uh, tonight's dinner. <laughs> um, and you might find a builder too practical, down-to-earth, rule-bound, and set in their ways. In spite of these differences, you both are nest makers, both highly respectful of each other's needs, and both determined to do what it takes to make a solid, joyful relationship. You, together, you can make a deeply satisfying, satisfying partnership. Okay. And That's so... Good, good news. <laughs> and what is the source of this? Uh, I had it before. And oh, yeah, you don't have the website up? No. That's okay. It was just some kind of like quiz you take, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and so our secondary personalities, I'm an explorer. So these um, explorers tend to be more adventurous in body and mind. Didn't they call you Dora in school or something? <sighs> Don't worry. <laughs> it's because I had bangs, okay? I had bangs. <laughs> well, and you were like the only like... Mexican, yeah. Because <laughs> you were in, in Pennsylvania. Yeah, I was in middle school. <laughs> okay, and sorry. like the whitest part of Pennsylvania. Sorry to bring that up. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, so it's like we're... Optimistic, energetic, spontaneous, uh, generous, curious, creative, whatever. Um, and you're a director. Uh, so you're more analytical, yeah. strategic thinking, direct, decisive, um, tough-minded. Okay. Um, and so how our, pers- our second personalities work together. It's like you have some powerful things in common. Both directors and explorers are theoretical and inventive. Um, but you're likely to have in-depth knowledge of a few complex topics while the explorer will have will have bordered interests so you focus on one thing and i have a lot of interests <laughs> so basketball and yours is every, history and everything else <laughs> and cooking, and cooking and, yeah and yeah. um, the explorer will take your analytical resourceful exact mind and you are likely to admire the explorer's curiosity creativity and um and knowledge okay Moreover, the explorer will be amazed at your forthrightness, while you while you may be charmed by the explorer's free and easy way with people. Both types also tend to be self-sufficient, mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> um, irrelevant, and daring, and appreciate these qualities in each other. And because you are both mentally flexible, open-minded, and dedicated to your interests, neither is likely to be over-demanding at the other's time giving you each the freedom you need to pursue your individual goals. Hmm. So, yeah, Those are pretty accurate. Whoever did this, um, that's what they're talking about. Yeah, it's an actual theory. I've heard about it before, but I forget what it was. I was going to do another one based on Gottman, who's like like the renowned psychologist um, that studies relationships in people. Mm-hmm. Like, he's able to predict... With I think it was like eighty or seventy percent accuracy if a couple was going to stay together or not. Mm. Uh, but he's kind of an asshole, so I was like, no. Nah. <laughs> <laughs> and so, what's yeah. what's impressive about this whole quiz is that all I had to do earlier was choose what Full House character I was on a Buzzfeed. Yeah, <laughs> I'm surprised you picked Michelle out of all the. <laughs> I mean, I didn't pick her. I just answered as, as I would. <laughs> and you would you pick Michelle? <laughs> and look how accurate this test came out. <laughs> Michelle is a little girl. It's a little girl, okay. yeah. <laughs> I remember. Um, all right, that's cool. Yeah. yeah. So there See, that, that's, I think that's more, that's just, that's not just like, hey, what is your favorite this? Can we match or whatever? That's like a. I was like, we already know we match. We are like newlyweds, but we don't have to do that, that newlywed game or whatever. Yeah. 
All right, so yeah, as we mentioned, uh, you have the main segment because it's a little bit longer, mm-hmm. and uh, we're trying to ease back into this and not have an hour episode. So, take it away. <laughs> what you, what you going to teach me? Okay, well, I'm going to teach you about Queen Victoria. Ah, oh, that's right. You mentioned something about yes, that. Yes, because she uh, is it's famous for having one of the greatest love stories slash relationships oh, really? in history. Yeah. Cause, you Better know, than like Wally? Well, I mean, <laughs> let's not go that far. <laughs> so Victoria was born on June 20th, 1837. Uh, she was the daughter of Edward, Duke of Kent, and the Duchess Victoria Saxe-Cobert Southfeld. She was most likely not going to be queen until her cousin died, and then her father died seven, uh, when she was seven months old. And so, so just happenstance of a lot of people dying, essentially, yeah. and like no one having legitimate children. Mm-hmm. Um, so they needed to educate her to rule at some point, right? Um, and so her mother wasn't the best person to do this because she mostly spoke German. She uh, what? Mostly spoke German. Okay. And she's come up. She went from. She's from a German family, or whatever. Um, and um, and she was not a great person, just in general. And her kind of like um, supporter, I would say, uh, his name was John Conroy, and he helped facilitate like her finances and education and stuff like that. Okay. Um, but so, in order to help help her education. They imposed strict rules on Victoria called the Kensington system. Oh. Basically, Victoria had to sleep in her mother's room, mm-hmm. wasn't allowed to go up and down the stairs without holding someone's hand mm-hmm. in case she would f- get injured. Okay. And keep. Was she and- Bambi? <laughs> <laughs> no, Bambi was able to run around and shit. She wasn't able to Well, do at first, yeah. I mean. Yeah. <laughs> um, and kept from people who are deemed unsuitable. Um, and the, those people included other children and people from her father's family. <laughs> okay. So, uh, but she did have a King Charles Spaniel named Dash that she really liked and hung out with. So, what kind of dog is it? A King Charles Spaniel. King Charles Spaniel. Yeah, they're cute. Hmm. You should look it up. Yeah, I'll they're look it cute. up. Um, there's like paintings of like her as a little kid with this dog. Um, so. Um, oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, spaniels always have kind of weird, funny, droopy faces to me. Yeah, but I like their ears. I like their, their ears. Their ears are cute. Yes, yeah. so I'll give you that. Um, this they're, is... they're butter faces. <laughs> <laughs> Except for the ears. As I've always said, King Charles spaniels are butter faces. <laughs> um, the system was supposed to keep her safe, but really the plan was to make Victoria weak and dependent on her mother and Conroy so they could control her and thus England when she was older. Mm, yeah, there it is. There's the motive. Yeah. So when she was 17, people were trying to decide a suitable husband for her. Um, her uncle, Leopold, her mother's Such brother. Such an old school name. Yeah. I kind of like it, though, Leopold. <laughs> um, that's her mother's... Yeah, you like it, but you would never name anything that... Uh, maybe maybe like if a, we had a King Charles like a, Spaniel. <laughs> I was going to say like a gecko or something. Or a... Oh, that's cute. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, so that's her mother's brother. Uh, suggested that she marry her cousin, her first cousin, Albert, Duke of um, Saxe Coburg and Gotha, and arrange for them to meet. Because well, there's a lot of marrying between right. first cousins yeah. and stuff like that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Well, her uncle, King William IV, wanted her to marry Prince Alexander of the Netherlands. 
Um, and if you look up pictures of um, Prince Alexander and um, Prince Albert when they were and when he was younger, it's like Prince Albert is the way better looking one. Prince Alexander looks kind of weird. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Prince Alexander young. Uh, he kind of he kind of looks like Sheldon or something. Yeah, but then look up Prince <laughs> Albert. Oh, he has like little curly hair things mm-hmm. and stuff. Yeah, I could I could see I could see you being into him more. Yeah, he's definitely the cuter one of the two. <laughs> <laughs> um, but Victoria was not was not impressed by um, Prince Alexander, and she found him quote very plain. <laughs> I could see that now. Which yeah, yeah, yeah it makes sense. Sheldon-esque. <laughs> well, Victoria once wrote about Albert, quote, He possesses every quality that could be desired to render me perfectly <laughs> happy. He is so sensible, so kind, and so good, and so animal, too. He he has besides the most pleasing and delight- delightful exterior and the appearance you could possibly see. <laughs> this is like the whole thing where, like, if a dude, like, hits on you at the gym... And he's good looking, then you'll say all of those good things about like you'll say all that. But if he's like kind of not you don't you're not into it, you'll be like, This is a creepy guy that has no redeeming qualities <laughs> and they could do the exact same thing, but yeah. that's just how it is. Yeah. Yeah. This is the origin of shallowness and <laughs> basically. But she she had she had a good point though. <laughs> yeah. I'm sure there's more to it. We were just judging by the way. Yeah. Um, so when she turned, when she turned, uh, no, not when she turned, when she was 18, her uncle, King William IV, died, and so she became queen. Hmm. And so basically how they told her, where they're like, they came into her bedroom, they're like, your your uncle's dead, so now you're queen. And she's like, oh. Okay, bye. Okay, well. (laughs) (laughs) Um, her coronation was on June 28th, 1838. During the ceremony... Uh, Lord Roll stumbled and fell while ascending the steps to kneel before the new queen. Oh, so the steps were dangerous after all. <laughs> they are. <laughs> I guess that's why she couldn't go down, though. Uh, Victoria got off her throne and helped Lord Rolls to his feet. Yeah. Um, so it just kind of, like, shows, you know, she's, like, cool. Mm-hmm. Like, I mean, she didn't, like, laugh at his face when he yeah, fell. Yeah. He was like, she was like, oh, sure, you okay? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. The first thing she did as queen is to get away from her mother and ban Conroy from her presence. Because <laughs> nice. they basically, Good. like, been traumatizing yeah. her mm-hmm. for her whole life. Fun fact, after she was coronated, she went to live in the newly built Buckingham Palace, which is now the primary residence of the current queen. Oh, wow. Yeah. So she's the first one that lived there. Interesting. It's a little fun fact for you. <laughs> <laughs> very fun. Um, queen Victoria was very close to the prime minister at the time, Lord Melbourne. At her coronation, he said he had tears in his eyes and told her that she was doing a good job, hmm. which is really sweet. Yeah. Like, you need to have that figure in your life. Not, <laughs> you know, she has her mother know, and this other yeah. douche, and then this guy She's is like... somehow, like, she wasn't, like, brainwashed and, like, become, she didn't become them. She seems like she would mm-hmm. have her shit together. Yeah, for sure. He was like a father figure to Victoria, and they would spend a lot of time together doing jigsaw puzzles and taking long walks, which is sweet. <laughs> it was no surprise that when Lord Melbourne was then voted out of office, Queen Victoria was devastated. Mm. The new prime minister was a man called Robert Peel, oh, who was part go. of the Tory party and demanded that Queen Victoria dismiss her ladies in waiting because they were a part of the opposite political party group, the uh, Whig Party. Here we go. Man, it goes back that far, huh? Mm-hmm. These fucking feuding parties that just come after each other and then it's just an endless cycle. Basically. When here Victor- we are in 2021. <laughs> 
<laughs> when um, when Victoria was like, no, uh, this is why I imagine she said, but like in <laughs> British, mm-hmm. it's like, no, I'm the fucking queen. I can't, you can't force me to dismiss my friends. Robert Peel resigned out of frustration that he couldn't control the queen. <laughs> okay, bye. Yeah. <laughs> However, um, because of this, her popularity fell because monarchs weren't supposed to take sides in politics. That's kind of a thing. Like, I learned that from the crown because... Um, but what side is she taking? She's just not doing what he says. Well, because I think her ladies-in-waiting are, like, you know, her groupies, I guess. <laughs> and so they're, they have a lot of influence on them, on her. And so... Um, because they're part of the other political party. I don't know. Maybe influence her somehow. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't get it. Um, but they're like her friends. They're literally yeah, her friends. Yeah, that's why I don't understand why yeah. she lost popularity. Unless everybody just liked him. Well, I don't think they just don't want monarchs to, to deal with her politics friends. at all. No, to have to deal <laughs> with like politics at all. Because, you know. But what if she did do it? That's just like going to his side, being on his political side. Yeah, well, she's it. she's not picking sides though. She's just like whoever comes, like I support them because they they're voted on by the people. Yeah, she's not picking sides, so tell the people that <laughs> they're, they're still they're giving her shit for it. Yeah, well, it's just, she couldn't it's, win. Yeah. Okay. Anyway, sorry, I'm pissed. Um. <laughs> okay. Throughout this time, Queen Victoria continued her correspondence with Prince Albert. In 1839, when both were 20 years old, Prince Albert went to visit Victoria, and she decided to propose to Albert, because apparently it's a no-no to propose to, to a man to propose to a monarch. Oh, okay. So. <laughs> how is it? How are you supposed to do it? How are you supposed to handle that? Well, he doesn't. Just He's, don't. He just waits for like, are you going to propose at <laughs> time? Because I can't do it to you, so you're the queen. They got married on February 10th, 1840. Victoria wore a white dress in her wedding, inadvertently beginning tradition of bride touring white. Oh, wow. Yeah. Okay. She I think wrote, you've mentioned that before. It's... Yeah. She's she's a trendsetter, bro. <laughs> um, she wrote about her wedding, wedding night, quote, I never, never spend such an evening... My dearest, dearest, dear Albert, his excessive love and affection gave me feelings of heavenly love and help, happiness I, I never could have hoped to have felt before. Oh, this is the happiest day of my life. She so, then died. <laughs> uh, no. <laughs> but they, like, spent a lot of time during their honeymoon. Like, they really like sex, apparently. Oh, okay. He's like really good at it, I guess. I don't know. Is that all in there? Or are you just no. I, I'm just making just making assumptions. <laughs> Based on nothing. Well, because they had they. She said how she's talking about him. Yeah, there's also another note that she wrote where she said she spent a lot of sleepless nights during their honeymoon. Oh, okay. So, mm. I mean, I assume they're not playing jigsaw puzzles or anything. Mm. Yeah. Or she had cholera or something. <laughs> uh, within a month of their marriage, Victoria became pregnant. Okay, well, there you go. There's more evidence. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Victoria hated pregnancy because it caused her a lot of pain. Um, It made her hormonal. And it's like, no shit. (laughs) (laughs) Well, yeah. Um, This caused depression because she was critical of herself, saying that her husband was perfect and she hated herself for being anything but sweet and loving towards him at all times. Which is cute. Mm -hmm. That's cute. Uh, During the pregnancy, a man... Uh, a man fired two shots at Victoria while she and Albert were riding in an open carriage. But luckily, both shots missed. Um, this is going to be uh, one of the many times I'm going to mention people trying to assassinate oh God, Victoria. <laughs> so, but that's the first time. Wait, but for you, um, are any of these, these like shows on Netflix you've watched about her? 
yet or have they uh no 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 is it too far back no i'm sure there is a show about queen victoria but yeah none of that i've seen yet okay i was just curious okay on with the assassination okay attempts Victoria gave birth to her her first child named Victoria. It was it was like a trend back then, <laughs> like that <laughs> that you would name like your kid your name, yeah. which doesn't make it confusing at all. It would have either been Victoria or Victor. <laughs> Victor, uh, no, they probably no, they probably named him Albert. Just in case <laughs> yeah, I know. Um, although she, um, altogether, she would have a total of nine children. Mm. Um, Seems excessive, but that, again, th- again, which speaks. which which lets me think like Prince they, Prince Albert must have been good at sex because I mean <laughs> she hated pregnancy like the sex must have been really good for her to risk getting pregnant every single time. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> now I get that. Yeah, you yeah. weren't just saying that. Yeah. Um, I won't name all her children, but her second son, um, Edward, would be the next king of England. Oh, okay. And then he would have another son, and that would that's Queen um, Elizabeth's dad. Hmm. So, and it, like I said, she hated pregnancy and suffered from postpartum depression hmm. throughout all her pregnancies, which is not um, it's not uncommon. Right. But it was like back then, it was like depression. What is that? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, Victoria was a cold mother to her children, perhaps due to the postpartum depression and not having the best mother figure growing up. But Prince Albert was a loving father. They had a close and loving family for the time, and Albert announced, introduced the Christmas tree, which was a German tradition, and became popular in Britain and eventually oh God, they the did world. Everything. I get, yeah, they're trendsetters. <laughs> this, that's going to be this episode. Fuck the love. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's just pretty cool. Yeah. I like Christmas trees. Nice. <laughs> uh-huh. I just put ours the way the other day. Oh, yeah, you did. I didn't even notice, <laughs> I didn't even notice it was gone. <laughs> we have a little one on the table that we've had uh, for way too long, and I just put it away uh, last a few days ago, so it would have been the second week of February. <laughs> so, <laughs> But, yeah, we'll get a bigger one soon. Yeah. No, that fucking is not as <laughs> crazy. <laughs> um, Albert oversaw their vacations, made sure the kids had practical skills, and that they had a robust education in history, politics, literature, and language. Hmm. Um, This included their daughters, which was not really um, a practice back then, because they were like, you just taught your daughters to, you know, cook and shit. But he was teaching them, like, history and politics and things like that, which is pretty cool. They're like freaking ideal couple. Yeah, for real. Um, in addition, he was put in charge of royal finances. Hmm. Um, he discovered many insufficiencies in royal spending, including dozens of people on staff that were paid for doing useless tax- <laughs> tasks, such as setting a banquet table for the the banquet table every night for King George, who had long been dead. <laughs> what? <laughs> yeah, that's the only job, too, probably. Yeah. That I- seems like a waste. And if I was that guy, I'd be like, well, you don't know when he's going to come back. <laughs> one of his banquet tables isn't set up. You're <laughs> the one night, <laughs> the first and the one night that you didn't set it up and look. Comes back from the grave. Mm-hmm. Robert yeah, Pe- so he, he cut some costs. All right. yeah. Yeah. Uh, Robert Peel um, again became prime minister and Victoria replaced some of her ladies-in-waiting with Tories. So she finally kind of gave in right. to that. Um, in the 1840s, Victoria was shot two more times. And was struck shot in, at. Shot, oh, they shot her. 
we well um well it's, it's very it's the big yeah. difference if she was shot shot or, was shot at okay it was struck in the forehead with a cane by possibly an insane ex army officer <laughs> I, I think we can say possibly we can take that out of them. <laughs> <laughs> uh these attempts at her life were due to frustration of the potato famine in Ireland that killed over one a million people an additional million left Ireland in search for better lives, including Ellis Island in the United States. So that's that's where we get our um, our Irish immigrants over here during this time. Yeah. So that and people called her the Famine Queen, which is not the best name. <laughs> yeah. This is even, even though what's really fucked up is that she gave a lot of her own money to the cause. I, I would imagine. Yeah, but they didn't give a shit <laughs> about that. But whatever. Yeah. Like, what do they expect? Yeah, but but that's why we have some Irish people here. So mm-hmm. thanks for the potato famine for our. our Irish people. Yeah, shout here. out Conan. <laughs> in 1861, Queen Victoria's mother died of cancer. Um, oh. So she regretted not having a better relationship with her because she kind of realized that Conroy was a true villain. So she kind of realized that he was the one really controlling her mm-hmm. and doing all the stuff. But I mean, it's your mom. I'm sure. like, yeah, I know. You, you give her. Benefit, I guess. Yeah, and and I know also that um, that's something I didn't add here, but I know Albert was also like a big part of like trying to mend their relationship back together because mm. he he knew like the, you know mother daughter relationship is important. Yeah. yeah. Um, in her grief, Albert took over most of her world of uh, her royal duties so much so that he wore himself down. In November, he heard a rumor that his oldest son, um, they call him Bernie. Um, Bernie? Bertie. Oh, Bertie. Yeah. Bertie. Yeah, I'm not really sure why I forget. Um, <laughs> had been sleeping with an actress. Okay. Appalled, Albert traveled to Cambridge. Where <laughs> hey, he was, why is that? I, I guess he's supposed to be the future king. Oh, okay. And, and I guess he can't be sleeping yeah. with actress, uh, you actresses. You gotta get, has to be your second cousin. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you're not straight. related? I don't care that she's an actress. <laughs> um... Paul, Prince Albert traveled to Cambridge where he was studying to reprimand him. <laughs> to whip his ass. <laughs> By December, Albert was gravely ill. He died of typhoid fever on December 14, 1961 oh, no. at the age of 42. That came quickly. Yeah. Um, and a lot of the reason... Well, there's a long history of like, um, like heirs to the throne not getting along with their parents. So I know that... Um, Bertie and his and Queen Victoria had a really strained relationship because Victoria thought that Albert died because he traveled to mm. Cambridge to reprimand him. So she kind of blamed him. Yeah. Mm. So, um, anyways, um, Victoria was devastated and spent the rest of her life in mourning. She popularized many mourning practices, including wearing black. She wore black every <laughs> single thing. Every single day wow. since his death, um, and he kept locks of the deceased's hair. Yeah. yeah, he had like she had a little locket with his face and like his hair. Mm. Right. <laughs> yeah, that, that, that one, that one didn't catch. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> with some psychos, maybe some people, but <laughs> not I. Yeah. Um, she had her servants lay his clothes as they normally would have, even though he was not going to wear them. Huh. It's kind of like those guys that got fired for sitting the table. <laughs> <laughs> then those guys were let yeah. go because they weren't needed. Yeah. Well, his, Prince Albert is dead, so he can't really fire them. <laughs> yeah. um, 
When someone asked her to make a decision, she would accidentally say, quote, I have to ask Albert. Oh, that's sad. Yeah, it's sad. You should have stopped this like five minutes ago when they were both alive. <laughs> <laughs> um, she was such in mourning that people called her the Widow of Windsor. Hmm. I forgot she had like ten nicknames. Yeah, all not great. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Famine Queen. Uh, These are like wrestler names. <laughs> Female wrestler names. Mm-hmm. Um, when Victoria was 45, she met a man named John Brown who had been Albert's assistant whenever they visited Scotland. Okay. Brown became her companion and mm-hmm. uh, confidant for two decades. Oh, wow. Wow, yeah. okay. He spoke bluntly to the queen rather than flattering her as others did, probably because he was almost almost always drunk. Oh, <laughs> here we go. <laughs> but in him, Victoria found a friend that she could talk to about her feelings and what she was oh, going okay. through. okay, it's friend zone. <laughs> yeah, well, there are some speculations uh, if they ever got married or not, oh. or were together. Um, he would make her laugh and treat her like any other person, to the point where she disagreed about a decision she made. He would tell her, quote, Woman, what are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> well, it's, what are you doing? Uh, what are you doing? What yeah. are you doing? Uh, but Victoria loved it. It also helped that in 1874, there was another assassination attempt on the queen while she was in her carriage. John Brown jumped from the carriage and tackled the assassin. Wow. So he's very loyal Mm -hmm. to her. That's good. Definitely friend zone, but still good. Um, Well, who knows? Mm. (laughs) Well, the really fucked up thing is like Queen Victoria used to write a lot of like what's going on in her journals and her family destroyed a good amount of that. To oh, yeah. keep up appearances and shit. Mm-hmm. So it could have. Yeah. We'll never know. Um, sadly, when he was 56, he died. Um, and that was another big loss for Victoria. Mm-hmm. Um, after his death, Victoria ha- actually had a statue made of him. Oh. So, which makes me think, like, mm, yeah. if you're best friends, like, I'm not going to make a statue of you. <laughs> That's true. As time went on, her children were getting older and were getting strategically married to powerful families. Based on the letter she wrote, it was clear that she cared deeply about her children, even though she could be a bit judgmental, like when one of her daughters decided to breastfeed her children, and the other daughter believed that women should have the right to vote. <laughs> How dare they? Yeah, for real. Yeah, she was very against having having uh, women vote for some well, reason. When you get older, you start to believe in things that um, aren't going to end up on the right side of history when it's all said and done. Yeah, it's like... <laughs> Have fifty percent of the population vote for their leader. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> later on, one of the prime ministers, Benjamin Disraeli, saw the value of the monarchy as a symbol for the British Empire. He was able to convince Victoria to make more appearances and name her the Empress of India, even though she'd never been to India. <laughs> so she made it a point to learn about India as much as she could. She hired a tutor named Abdul Karim. To teach her about India and learn Urdu. Hmm. Um, she would take notes every time she asked him how to say something flirtatious or dirty in Urdu. Okay. Yeah, <laughs> she's scandalous. Yeah, she's she's funny. I'd be like, I like you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Kareem became our new favorite servant and gave him the title of the Mushni, or the teacher. Yeah. Although people liked that he was more respectful to the Kareem the queen compared to brown um people feared that he would manipulate her into getting power and privileges every time someone brought this up to her she would accuse them of being racist yeah good (laughs) (laughs) 
Which, yeah. I saw that coming. Yeah. He would stay by Victoria's side until her death. Okay. Speaking of, while she was celebrating the Christmas season in Osborne House, which is one of the houses that they have, um, she been, she began to feel weak and unwell. Her family were then called. The cane guy came back to finish the job. <laughs> but this time, she hit her in the boob. <laughs> That's a, de- a lethal blow. <laughs> um, her family were called so they could be by her side when she died on January 22nd, 1901. Wow, she was older. She was 81. 81, nice. Yeah. Yay. She, she was. A good- yeah, she was the uh, longest reigning monarch in history um, until Queen Elizabeth. She's the longest one now. I'd be perfectly fine with living till 81. <laughs> Victoria was dressed in white, and her wedding veil was placed on her head. Per her request, one of Prince Albert's dressing gowns was placed next to her side, along with a plaster cast of his hand, mm. while a lock of John Brown's hair and a picture of him were placed in her left hand, concealed from the view from her family by a carefully positioned bunch of flowers. And Cream's penis was also... <laughs> <laughs> the plaster cast of his penis was placed near her. Was that his name? <laughs> yeah. Okay. After her funeral, she was placed to rest next to Prince Albert at Fogmore Mausoleum at Windsor, and she was succeeded by her son, Edward Seventh. Hmm. And that's it. That's the wow. very short... and can... journey. I want to watch a movie about her now. Yeah, it's a very short and, like, I miss so much stuff. But well, yeah, yeah, you did a good job of reducing it down to we're only uh, at 53 minutes now. Yeah. <laughs> no, it's good, though. Yeah. So that's Queen Victoria. She's a very interesting individual. And yeah. So. Very cool. Yeah. That was a, that was good. Um, yeah. I felt like I, I just like listened to a uh, spoken documentary about. Yeah. It's like. But, like a short and like clip notes version. <laughs> I wonder if she's like the monarch that had most assassination attempts on her life. <laughs> oh, yeah. I think there was like seven or something. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah. Yeah. There seems like there was uh, quite a bit and in different ways too. Mm-hmm. Which is, I mean, there are always going to be those even if you're a good person. Mm-hmm, for sure. A lot of like Irish people don't like the monarchy. F is what I've learned. Well, because that was happening during that time. Well, I mean, just in general, really. Because, yeah. you know, um, okay, so how do I say this? Um, you know, there was an incident that happened while, while Queen Elizabeth was younger where um, this Irish rebellion group basically murdered the uncle of Prince Philip, like in a, it was like a bomb that they placed in a boat. Oh, wow. While he was like fishing, and there was like kids in it. Oh and, shit! Yeah, there was like seven people that died in the accident. Wow! And then they get mad at her for like thinking she didn't do enough. <laughs> yeah, well, I guess they just they just want their freedom, really. Yeah, that was a big thing. Okay, so well, yeah, go have your own famine then. I mean, just individually <laughs> from away from us, that's fine. <laughs> yeah, but it's crazy. Like also, just like a potato famine. Mm-hmm. Like without potatoes, so many people died. Yeah. Crazy stuff. That is crazy. I mean, you gotta have your tater tots, mm-hmm. obviously. Happy Valentine's Day, everybody. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Go make your lover some pa- from some uh, tater tots and your wear- lover. <laughs> and uh, set up your Christmas tree. This is the part where we do all the callbacks. <laughs> and and uh, don't try to rob a pharmacist when their boyfriends are out. Uh, and get a boyfriend that knows how to fight. Uh-huh, and fuck. And fuck. And on that note, (laughs) let's go ahead and raise our glasses here. (laughs) 
go grab a refill. Okay. Bye, everyone. must have been good at sex because i mean <laughs> she hated pregnancy like the sex must have been really good for her to risk getting pregnant every single time <laughs> yeah